You are now tuning into Think201 podcast. Hello and welcome to Think201 Chronicles. I'm Dhruv Jadav, a thinker from Think201, here to take you through the first ever Think201 podcast. We are a tech startup from Bangalore and business from last five years. And this podcast is to give everybody a bit into a journey of Think201 and share with you all our learning and insight on tech and a startup and entrepreneurship. For this podcast, I have with me leaders of Think201. We have Anurag, CEO and uh, founder. S- founder of Think201. <laughs> Forget that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can say hi. Yeah. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. This is so cool. Drew? Yeah. Hi, Drew. Uh, and we have Yash, <laughs> CEO of Think201. And Akash is here, uh, Chief Art Officer. Hey, why Akash gets the expanded person always? <laughs> hi, Akash. Hello, hello, Dhruv. Yeah. Hello, Yash. Cool. Hello, uh, So, I want uh, that uh, you should speak about, you know, Think to Zero One, its journey, how it started. So, I, I want to know and I want the listeners also to know that how uh, Think to Zero One started. How the, the idea came. Okay, so... Okay. Once upon a time, <laughs> in an engineering college, I understood that you won't be able to do much if you follow a template, if you follow uh, what is being said and what is being assumed and believed to be the right path. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I, I, yeah, I need to be good at studies, I need to be uh, good at what teachers are saying. But there is much more to that, right? So a couple of friends and me started a uh, kind of a, I won't say it's a company, like a freelance group. We named it as a company and then made some money out of it. And then the uh, entrepreneurship bug bit bit me. (laughs) And and then I worked in corporate for like five years, uh, learned a lot of things, gained a lot of experience, uh, connected with many great people there so, and then started up this yeah. Yeah. so it was just because that entrepreneurship you know hype was there or I want to do something else I want to do something yeah. new or so I, I can make up any story now and then people will believe it right because there's no way to build it why did I uh, thought that this is the right way so I didn't want to change the world or anything like there was nothing like okay I'll yeah. change the world I'll do something for the society and that's why I want to become an entrepreneur it was not like that. So the, the business side, I enjoyed it. And I had seen uh, many businessmen in my native and when I was in school, my friends' parents were business. And, and I always used to see and wonder, wow, this is interesting. Nobody is saying anything to them. And they have a control on how rich they can become or how poor they can become, yeah. right? So why not go that yeah, path? Yeah, of course. So that cliche has broken where, you know, entrepreneurs have been say, you know, they, they've been saying that, you know, don't start your startup just because you want to earn money. Yes. And start a startup or do something new because you can, you know, provide something to society and uh, yeah. You know, so, so that everyone, is everyone, cliche, yeah, every, everyone says that, and uh, I, I would also start saying that. Once you get into this, eventually you start understanding many things and you start connecting it back, and then you start adding more and more reasons why you are still doing it, right? So, mm-hmm. if somebody asks, okay, did anybody start to change the world? Probably no, right? Mm-hmm. 
but did anyone realize on the way or did i realize that i can make a difference or i can create employment of course i had the realization and those things pushed me and the entire team to keep on going even if we face challenges okay no we are doing something there yeah there are challenges there are five challenges but there are 50 other things which are happening good let's focus on those mm-hmm. and let's try to uh, fix those challenges so uh, i think i, I yeah, think that yeah. feeling is the the high that that feeling that yeah. gives you yeah. is out of the world uh, irrespective of the challenges and difficulties we face of course it's not a bed of roses anyway but it's nice yeah it's worth it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so to earn the finance you need to you know first invest the finance yeah, but when it is it comes to thing to zero one it is totally bootstrap like yeah. it has finance nowhere coming from some loan or some investor angel investor and everything yeah so how that thing came to your mind that it will be all good start and how do you able to sustain you know this long yeah so i'll i'll take that so yeah correct it's it's completely bootstrap yeah. uh, but initially uh, you know we put in some funds to you know start the work you know you can, you can call that a seed capital that was from our pocket only and uh, then of course within like really short span we got it back and all uh, but from like after 5 months or 6 months of our operation we started becoming cash positive and we were profitable and uh, how we sustained for 5 long and we still uh, were successfully being able to being be in a bootstrap state uh, the reason and uh, i'll uh, give this credits to our uh, financial planning and the decisions that we uh, took in terms of where to spend money where not to spend money um, like to give you an example we didn't make our uh, current fancy office uh, this fancier from day one right we uh, over a period of time we started adding stuff to it we started getting the interiors done uh, we started buying you know cool gadgets for office to make it so many small decision has been taken uh, which uh, which which had helped us to keep the cash flow and the expense flow so it's always now. been uh, what is important right now and what matters right now yeah. i think that is the Uh, that is input for the decision making that has always helped us in in that i i'll also like to add a point that uh, when i was in working in corporate and uh, when i used to hear startups and also th- there was a very wrong picture yeah this is like way in 2009 10 right so there was a very wrong picture about startups and in general in india as like Uh, if it start up you have to struggle the salaries won't you won't get salary salary would be delayed and all mm-hmm. i can say really proudly here that not a single month salary has been delayed forget about so not giving yes. delayed in thing yes, so not a single yeah. month right so every month uh, salary has been transfer on the you know, actually many times it has been transfer much before the yeah. uh, salary day yeah. and that that makes her feel proud and at being bootstrap and managing finance so well it's good and doesn't happen that at times you feel that this is you know much more struggle than we have thought of is there any situation where you like totally you know uh, got broke down and said that no i don't want to pursue this uh, you know job is way better than yeah. the, so, you know starting of a startup so yeah so it, it has felt like oh okay this is was this is uh, we didn't anticipate it this to be so strong or so bad or so you know tough uh, but it never felt a single time that okay job was better because like like i said right uh, i had already worked and of, of course yash also had already worked uh, akash had already worked so we knew what it what is it in corporate i'm not saying that corporate is bad it's, it's good it's really good but if you're someone who wants to have the freedom and you want to uh you know define how your future would be entrepreneurship is for that and once you are in that after 
you know, a month or so, you'd realize that this is what you always wanted, right? And you don't go back to the job. Even if it has more security, uh, no much of responsibility, you have to focus on your work and your responsibility. And also, uh, so think about it this way. Like, you, you venture out, right? You have certain goals to, when you venture out. And when you venture out, you also want to have this men- mental state of mind, you know, a ready mental state of mind where you are ready to face the struggles or the odds. I think the endurance... Is, you know what you what you meant and it is not being adamant there is a very thin line between being adamant and still going on and but believing and still having that capacity to move ahead does it happen to you ever that uh, whatever we are doing is right like whatever you know, way we are going through is right and yes. if someone you know in your bad time there will be many people who will suggest you that you should do this you should have done this and everything and have you ever you know said you know confronted in yeah. their eyes and say that now whatever we are doing whatever the way we are going into is correct yes yes so see i i i always believe in uh, you know you you can look back at the past and you can um, uh, you know figure out okay i could have done this i could have done that the, the millions thing you could have done different but that doesn't matter at all right so uh, what matters is at that time or at any point in time the decision that you are taking it should not be a, you know a decision filled with emotion like not out of anger or not out of when you are like really sad you don't not want an impulsive decision yeah, yeah not an impulsive decision mm-hmm. uh, you should think through everything you should uh, discuss with your partners mm-hmm. and then all of you should agree that you know like yeah this is what we feel at this point is right and you take the decision and then you go by you, you go by it and you don't start questioning yourself because if, if you get into that mode of questioning yourself then you are losing on the present because yeah. at present again you are looking at past okay could I have done this better mm-hmm. right yeah there what are many many instances we have been very fearless yeah. we have failed we have oh, fallen yeah. flat yeah. on our face but it's it is just that we kept moving yeah, that's true so uh, like I was told when I when I you know left my job uh, there was this one line somebody very close to me told me that there is no right or wrong decision yeah. you take a decision and you make it right so I'm also a, a wannabe entrepreneur like few years like five years seven years down the lane I also uh, uh, you know think or you know see myself as a entrepreneur so before joining thing to zero one or before getting into a startup and work for it i was like startup is something where you you know get money out from some loan or from some investor will invest for you you will have a good idea and you'll you know run the startup and you'll, it'll be like this you'll earn the profit and everything but after coming to here i get to know so many other aspect of startup so many other in detail principle of startup that i came across recently was lean startup so uh, I want to know that what is lean startup and lean startup I only know about is uh, you know to get things done to get you know things rolling quickly and meet the demand quickly with uh, uh, according to the customer's demand uh, but with that uh, do you think that uh, the uh, you know customer satisfaction or quality or the creativity at some level hampers do you think that how to you know uh, cope, up cope up with it how to cater these uh, things so moving fast, yes, that is uh, fundamentally the uh, principle because all we care about is getting validated fast. Uh, that's one of the major fundamental principles we have been following. There is a downside, uh, there is a downside of where you have to come back and rework, but that's okay. You, you care about the bigger results that you've got. 
that's that's staying lean uh, in a very small nutshell i would say our print, our internal operations is lean mm. so is the communication so is so in, in fact yeah so our, our team size is pretty uh, small so we we yeah. don't we we don't have like hundreds of people we're like 15 people who are actually into uh, you know code development uh, we being a technology company that's actually uh, on a lower side uh, I, I know companies um, uh, who have loads of people kind of doing similar business as well why did we do this it's pretty obvious we mm-hmm. wanted to keep the team small and after we me uh, Akash, all of us uh, worked in corporate we see how uh, you know the inefficiency and this thing caters into the team once you have lots of people and, and we don't didn't want we were not ready to, to we didn't want might not be the right answer we were not ready so it was by choice we decided that this is the only way we can run this company being lean so that we still have a hold of uh, things we still are on top of everything uh, at the same time we are becoming productive so in order to achieve that uh, we started you know investing a lot in innovation and micro innovation right so like we started questioning every small thing which is taking our unwanted energy and uh, time and can we automate that can we uh, you know delegate that to uh, either somebody outside or write script for them and yeah. that helps out right that helps yes, and it. efficiency actually uh, you know boosts up, mm-hmm. boosts up in so that I think, yeah so if you see the very definition of lean itself is to cut out the un- non-value mm-hmm. adding yeah. activities yeah. in a process mm-hmm. and that's the very heart and soul mm-hmm. of our operations yeah. of our process yeah. mm-hmm. where anything which is non-value adding uh, which is redundant mm-hmm. which is repetitive yeah so how how this you know moving fast or having unnecessary thing cut off you know our dev team uh, they they work they deploy they test it you know they they are fearless about going back yeah, because we have all the capabilities to handle it yes and and uh, we have built tools which uh, monitors things and so we we created a couple of products in this mm-hmm. years yeah. where which we worked on mm-hmm. and it came out of our own pain mm-hmm. point like we saw that okay this is something can we solve this through technology mm-hmm. and then we created product. so we will talk about this product in coming uh, podcast, yeah, but, podcast. Uh, yes. but yeah that helped right uh, so by the way Think201 has launched three products in three months yeah. uh, starting with uh, open threads then Ecoza and then uh, Wolfin in this month so you knew that we are going to base this startup on a lean principle we are going to do everything lean or just uh, no, no, so you, you what you was yeah. doing it and then you realized that whatever no, no, no. we so, are doing is lean no no, <laughs> so, no, no, no. It's, it's not yeah, that so, so it was like that yeah, or something so, so yeah. like, like, like I said earlier right so it was uh, it was a choice uh, it was a decision that was uh, well thought through and decided uh, the reason because the necessity was that like I I don't come from a managerial background. I I have zero management. Like I I didn't become a manager in some company and then start up this company, right? I I was a developer. Then I became a lead and then I started uh, doing technology stuff. Like complete technology background. And then when when you start a company, you need managerial skill as well because you have to manage people, you have to manage clients, you have to manage finance and all. And at the same time, I didn't want to go away from technology, right? I, I being a hardcore technology guy and someone who writes code I didn't want to go away from there so this being lean was by choice we had to do and I believe there was no other way if we would have taken 20 people 30 people or 50 people and lots of projects from day one we would have failed drastically right Uh, this helped us in being you know uh, giving 
attention to everyone who is working giving attention to every client whom we are working with and that way we learned the game really well now i feel we i am confident that we will able to manage right, right. so yeah. uh, so actually uh, to give you a little background um so there were there have been times where we have also like uh, discussed among ourselves like how far do we want to go here? like yeah. like for how many for what period of time do we still yeah. um, foresee ourselves being lean or are we looking to you know scale up now at a faster rate yeah, than so what we have been yeah. doing I, i think yeah what akash brought out so we we discussed this actually so two years back what happened is our client started asking us for okay you guys are doing Mm-hmm. Uh, you know technology development and all and you deployed the product is awesome but can you help us in marketing mm-hmm. right and, and that's where we thought about, okay why not like and it took us you know quite some time like almost mm-hmm. a year for us to understand because like i said right, we all come from technology background and mm-hmm. uh, to understand marketing and, and then we formed a team and then we got uh, ved mm-hmm. uh, I'll, i'll talk about ved later yeah. so we got ved and uh, ved yash akash they work very closely and we started doing small mic uh, you know marketing activity uh, mostly for free for our clients <laughs> and we said okay we are learning we yeah. might do mistakes and uh, we did that for like 6 months yeah. and we started a new company so yeah. we have one more completely marketing company first launch right so and it's a separate company itself and it's, it's nowhere related to think to all the think to is the parent company but is so to answer like so what we have been discussing is yeah one we want to become lean lean and we want to run as a lean uh, you know process and company as much as possible but wherever there's an opportunity we'll spin off different companies solving specific needs so think to zero one uh, uh, in the you know uh, january or this uh, beginning of 2018 has uh, come up with uh, the manifesto yeah so uh, so i'll read out loud first manifesto then we'll uh, you know have some doubts so the uh, manifesto goes like we the thinkers are the creative kind that are uh, immensely passionate about the products we built here uh, we love building products that are uh, truly value adding to our customers and that is why we uh, brainstorm with our customers so very much before actually starting to shape their ideas into reality our products are a manifestation of uh, harmony between technology and design we are the line that connects the dot starting from an uh, intangible idea to a wonderful reality we value our clients and uh, their opinion but we draw a line beyond which we like to work our way so you're saying here that we draw a line beyond which we like to work uh, our way so do you think that client relationship hampers over here because what i know is i know the b2b companies or b2b industries shifting from product centric to client centric principles so i i feel like it is hampering like if you are not giving client uh, that attention mm-hmm. then uh, you might fail or you know so, so this is a contradiction so how uh, you so justify this so um well so here's the thing uh, we value our clients yes i mean if you didn't mention that in the yeah, okay, store yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we do and uh, we respect every philosophy that they have of the product what they envision the product at the end of the day we we value everything it's just that few micro elements for example the ux aspect of it could be the placement of a button few user journeys is something which we usually appreciate if we have the liberty to go forward with it because we have also worked since we have been uh, you know in the business for 5 years we have uh, worked with various in various uh, industries for various products 
targeting different market demography so we we understand that our experience should be applied in the benefit of the client and that is something which we also uh, you know request the clients to allow us to exercise our freedom just so they can taste that uh, you know touch of thing to zero one when we build our products which is actually the differentiator from any other business in the industry out there building the same product for them so it connects back to you know a bit of discussion what we had a little bit earlier right so in in what interest we say that there's a line beyond which we want to work mm-hmm. is um, we we want to bring you know we want to again cut the unnecessary stuff which may not be uh, you know which the client or the, per- the person on the other side may not be able to see at that moment having a having an experience think to zero having an experience in building products seeing success seeing failures i think we stand at a much better place to at least advise and consult to not to go that way and to go one thing at a time which would lead everybody towards a success point really there have been clients who have been very much uh, uh, you know adamant on what they want and uh, it's okay like at the end of the day it's the product that they want to sell to the market and we 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 end up doing what they expect us to do but uh, that doesn't mean that we are still you know not open to advise them we still go ahead and say uh, and have openly confronted that mm-hmm. what could have. the way of doing the like let's do it this way rather than that way they, mm-hmm. we bring in it it doesn't come because we like it like it is uh, it's not that because we like it this way it's because mm-hmm. we back it up with and a fact we ask this question to client and we make them other because many many people don't understand many founders don't understand the simple that thing that technology is the business or technology is enabling the business right so yes. many founders think that because everything is a web and mobile like everything mm-hmm. is a web application now everything is a mobile app now uh, they get misguided that technology is their business mm-hmm. right like let's let's say if you are a food delivery startup right you are delivering mm-hmm. food for somebody if uh, then you don't have to focus on lot on mobile app or web app and something your basic business is your customer should ask for something and that you should able to deliver right if yes. i had to start this business i'll start with a simple phone number mm-hmm. where i'll put the phone number everywhere and let people call me order it it's okay if five people are calling and two people are getting it call waiting it's okay they can wait for you know 30 more second one number not even a call center one number let them call me and then and i'll run this for two three months and once this is validated then i'll think about okay can i scale this by putting technology here technology is enabling the business technology is not the business right if i if i'm building a software which would let's say like instagram like instagram does magic with photos right mm, yeah. that technology is the business because it's the technology which you are selling you're not you they're not a printing service that they will up, you know take the photo and print and give it to mm, right. uh, different people so right? what i see you're saying is a product and a service company so product company being the technology is the business uh, and the service I, i don't actually understand or to a great extent i don't agree that product and service company everyone is a service company mm-hmm. either you are servicing to your specific set of customer who are using a product or you are servicing to clients right yeah. it's not that product company and you know you sell a product and so if you are a company who like until unless you are selling products in cd drive or pen drive then it's a different story otherwise if you are a company whose business runs on internet you are a service company you are mm-hmm. still servicing it it doesn't say that because you are a product company you can create a product get the subscription and forget the customer right you still service this customer 
so yeah and we have like uh, three products in three months so uh, can you you know give a glimpse of what each product is a little bit and then we'll have you know a separate podcast for each product but yeah, yeah. If, if you want to tell someone about the three products we have so in two lines what you will you know an elevator speech or what oh, you wow. will tell them that this is this product we never made an elevator have, speech for an investor but yeah it should happen in their mind so how you will uh, describe it um it's a pet personal expense tracker So well uh, the the good part about Wolfin is its simplicity you don't have to log in there is no login required there is no internet required i mean that's that's another one of the perks where we as a as a developer we don't have anything stored in the cloud any user information so uh, everything is out there where users can themselves take a backup if they want if they're changing their phone or if they're uninstalling it now or reinstalling it again uh again uh, the the simplicity part also is about the way you add an expense it's as simple as chatting you know you just ping uh, you just make a ping uh, just like you're chatting with the other person with a very simple template the the label the title of the expense the amount and the hashtag for the grouping part that how do you want to group it is it under lunch it is under tra- travel or what is it and then you can see your whole month expense on what categories it uh, you had spent on so it's it's as easy i mean it's it applies to anyone because anybody who has a pocket money or who spends money can actually use this uh, right from your granddad who doesn't have any social login who doesn't have any email address he doesn't have to log in anything just install the app and get going uh, any student any uh, any ho- homemaker uh, moms aunts anyone for that matter keep the communication very clean and transparent without having too much of you know back and forth or you know without having too much of mailing without you know you 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 start a project whatever it could be you know it could be for you know you're building a home you're building a the construction or you're in a construction domain or a software or anybody for that matter you uh, start a project break it into tasks and start updating uh, start updating have dependencies included have dependencies resolved and everything is handled through the software uh, you might ask there are many why how open source is different again bringing back the simplicity into picture you know there's very less communication that is required when you're using this that's that's open threads because is a product which gets integrated to your application mobile application or web application and uh, it echoes exception in real time or echoes scenarios in real time so let's say if you have a application which people are using you have real customers using and there's something which goes wrong then ecosa will capture that and send mail uh, mobile notification sms to the right people the developer and this thing so let's say if it's a ui glitch it would go to the uh, front end team if it's a back end issue it would go to the development team and if it's a server related issue it would go to your devops or infrastructure team right uh, this is in short ecosa 
Cool, so that's great. And now I have one game. I'm going to, you know, uh, speak a word, and you have to give me a word back, and whatever comes into your mind by, you know, from that word, you have to say it in just a word. So everyone has to okay. say or like. No, no. Uh, uh, two word for each. Each. Okay, perfect. So and and not only word. There is one thing also. Like I'll give you. Something versus something you have to pick. Oh, okay. Okay, Perfect. do yeah? yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll start with Akash. Profit. What comes Returns. to your mind? Again? Returns. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, creativity, creativity versus analytics. Creativity. Cool. Unwrap. Boss. Leader. Cool. So, Akash again. Uh-huh. Centralized decision making versus decentralized decision making. Work-life balance. <laughs> I, that's my reaction to it. <laughs> and now I'll ask uh, Anurag. Think to zero one. Legacy. Nice. Legacy. So on this note, uh, we have come to an end to Think to Zero One uh, podcast 1.0. In uh, next episode, we'll be coming up with uh, first launch which is a digital marketing wing of Think201 and uh, Ved uh, will be joining us uh, uh, for that podcast who is a CEO of First Launch. So, yeah. That was nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you you for joining the podcast. It was was great to be here.